Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The Sports Business Awards are Wednesday evening. This year's celebration of service recipient is Lost Boys, an organization impacting the lives of Chicago's vulnerable youth. Join us as we honor the Lost Boys with a special tribute and also announce the Sports Business Award winners live Wednesday night. You can register today. It's a complimentary ticket. You can register in our show notes or on the events section of our website. It's going to be a great event. Where it's not going to be a great day is in Philadelphia today. Wow. I woke up to a number of text messages from dismayed and just downright angry 76er fans. Not good, and it's not going to be a pretty day in Philadelphia. NBA playoffs continue. Eastern Conference Finals will be Atlanta, the number five seed, and Milwaukee, the number three seed. That starts Wednesday night in Milwaukee. So this is your morning buzzcast for Monday, June 21st. Another Monday, another start of the week. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I'm Abe Madcore. A lot to cover today, so let's get right to it. News that broke overnight is that the Tokyo Olympics will allow some local fans to attend the games when they open in just over a month. A limit of 50% capacity will allow up to a maximum of 10,000 fans for all the Olympic venues. Now, officials said local fans will be under some strict rules. They will not be allowed to cheer. They must wear masks, and they are being told to go straight home afterward. But you can expect up to 10,000 fans for the Olympic Games in Tokyo per day. Now, Olympic officials did say they will remain flexible and react to any major changes in the situation. So again, keeping our eye on the Olympic Games starting just over a month from today. It's not often that we talk about the National Lacrosse League, but they get some love today on the Buzzcast. The National Lacrosse League will announce today that Las Vegas has been awarded an expansion franchise and will become the league's 15th team beginning in the fall of 2022. So the new franchise will be co-owned by a star-studded group. Co-owners will be Wayne Gretzky, Dustin Johnson, Steve Nash, and Joe Zai, who of course is a huge lacrosse guy and also owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Mark Fine, a well-known business leader in Las Vegas, has been named the team CEO. The team will play at MGM Resorts, the arena that's located inside Mandalay Bay. That's also home to the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. The name, logo, and colors of the team will be unveiled at a later date. But congratulations to Nick Sakevich, Jessica Berman at the NLL. This is a big, big deal getting a team in Las Vegas, one of the hottest sports cities. So a big story today for the National Lacrosse League. Speaking of today, Major League Baseball could begin to look different starting today as baseball's umpires will check pitchers for foreign substances. In most cases, pitchers will be inspected between innings or when they come out of the game. But if they are exhibiting any suspicious behavior or pitches during an inning, an umpire can check them right then. 
If a pitcher is found to have a foreign substance on him, he will be ejected from the game and suspended for 10 days. So again, let's keep our eye on the changing face of baseball, potentially starting today with umpires cracking down on foreign substances. We'll continue to monitor sports ratings and baseball has a pretty good story to tell so far this year. Our Austin Carp is reporting that Sunday Night Baseball is seeing its best audience since 2017. So that's a good, good trend there. ESPN is averaging 1.6 million viewers over the first 10 telecasts this year. That's up 8% from the same number of games in 2019. It's up 10% from 2018. Now, ESPN was averaging just north of 2 million viewers in 2017, so you see a little dip compared to that. But overall, baseball has a better story to tell so far this year than they have in the last couple of years. Let's shift to college football because another big week when it comes to the CFP, the College Football Playoff Management Committee will meet Tuesday in Dallas alongside the board of managers, and it's likely that the board will continue to give the go-ahead on a proposed expansion of the college football playoff to 12 teams. Now, the board of managers is the 11 university presidents and chancellors, and that is the group that really has the authority to change the size and the format of the event. Now, if they give the go-ahead, what's next? Well, what's next is the committee will meet with bowl partners. They'll meet with ESPN. They'll talk to ADs and coaches and players and get more feedback. Most believe there'll be more clarity on the CFP by September. And by September, there'll be some decision whether an expanded playoff would start in 2023 or 26. But this thing is on a fast, fast train, and it does look like the CFP is expanding to 12 teams. Let's shift to some NFL news because reports surfaced over the weekend that the Buffalo Bills are planning to build a new stadium in Orchard Park. Now, the team has been thinking about a new stadium for years, and it considered downtown Buffalo as a possible site, but the cost of building in downtown Buffalo made that site prohibitive. Now, the new stadium will stay in Orchard Park. It'll be an open-air stadium. It's possible that the new facility could be ready to play as early as 2025, but more likely 26 or 27. There's a lot to do here, but it does seem that the Bills are set to announce plans about a new stadium in Orchard Park, and sources reported over the weekend that Legends Global Sales has been selected to sell sponsorship and premium seats for the Bills Stadium. Now remember, Legends also did some work around the Raiders where they were very successful in their ticket sales. In addition, the Bills have reportedly selected Legends Global Planning. That will be the owner rep in their efforts to build a new stadium. So some big new deals and a big client for Legends if they got that all-encompassing work for the Buffalo Bills. Let's shift to some news around NASCAR because the sport had a very successful return this weekend to Nashville. They sold out 40,000 seats. It was NASCAR's first race in the market since 2011. It was the first time the Cup Series had ever raced there. They raced at the Nashville Super Speedway, which is just outside in Lebanon, Tennessee. There was so much traffic getting to the race that NASCAR was forced to delay its green flag start time by 10 minutes. So a lot of interest in NASCAR 
returning to Nashville. Let's end on a couple of quick notes. News that was formally announced in our sister publication, the Charlotte Business Journal, Elevate Sports Ventures, has announced plans to establish its headquarters right here in Charlotte later this year. Now, Elevate CEO Al Guido, who is, of course, also the president of the San Francisco 49ers, will continue to be based in California. But Elevate's president, Chip Bowers, is based here in Charlotte. Bowers said they have yet to determine how much office space they will need or where in the city Elevate will be located, but they plan to bring as many workers as possible, Elevate Sports Ventures, establishing their headquarters right here in Charlotte later this year. And finally, one must read from over the weekend is Kevin Draper's piece in the New York Times about Nike's future commitment to track and field. The company has dropped its sponsorship of many athletes, and the key executives who long supported track and field at the company have left Nike over the last few years. And a number of current and former Nike employees say the company's enthusiasm for track and field is lessening under new CEO John Donahue. So a very interesting story about Nike's future commitment to track and field, which was, of course, the foundation of of Nike for so, so many years. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, June 21st. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. Stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.